headlines that affect you. Georgetown, we've got you covered with Scott Harper of Gab News Online. Right now on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. All right. Joining us live on the air, it's Scott Harper. Good morning and happy birthday. Thank you. This is a good song. Is this your song, Scott? This is the one I picked. Do you remember this one from the 80s? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Last night, the DJ saved my life. Yeah. I think I was uh, roller skating to this. That's for sure. Well, you know, DJs always, you know, when you were a DJ, you always wanted a song that talked about DJs. Yes. You love those songs. Uh huh. I know. I used to always play um, Madonna's like, Hey, Mr. DJ. Say, I got the record. Oh, yeah. I never heard this song in my, my life. You don't know that song? Oh, yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick said he never heard it. No. How could it be? You worked in a roller rink. They played that all the time. Oh, our roller rink. The DJ was the biggest part of the roller rink. We never played that song. We had a United States of America. We never played that song. We had High Roller. Gee, wonder what that was about. <laughs> The owner was a druggie. <laughs> right. He was. This little bird like flying with roller skates on. I'm like, oh, oh God. Now looking back on it, I get it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Scott Harper, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for joining us. You know, yesterday we were following this case of of this 42-year-old man being, uh, Ronnie Todd, being um, uh, accused of a double homicide. Yeah, and and sometimes you know when you do uh, when you report news, and especially a smaller place like Georgetown, uh, there are times that you know everyone involved in a situation, and, mm-hmm. and that's the case here. I mean, I know I've known Ronnie Todd, you know, uh, you know, most of my life, and then oh. the uh, one of the victims uh, who died, I've known him, you know, my entire life. Uh, the, the female who died, I don't know her, but you know, oh, so that makes wow. it a little, you know interesting when you when you know everybody. But yeah, this uh, situation unfolded. Uh, well, it unfolded uh, Wednesday night, uh, early Thursday morning, yesterday morning, um, at a home in the Ringle Heights section of Georgetown. Uh, basically, according to uh, police, Mr. Todd went to this location, and um, while he was there, he shot uh, Mr. Ashley Altman, and uh, also shot a uh, female named Emily Richelli. Uh, she's thirty years old. Ashley is uh, forty-four. Um, and, uh, the, the word, the word is that uh, this was sort of a, a domestic situation. Uh, now what that, are uh, the relationships between the three people involved? Well, uh, from what we understand, uh, and, and I've confirmed this from several different people, uh, Emily Richelli and, uh, Ronnie Todd had dated for a while and, um, something happened. I don't know why they, they must've broke up or something. And mm-hmm. she was at Ashley's house. And he went there, and uh, the confrontation took place. And then he he took, allegedly shot both of them. And I have to say allegedly wow. because, of them. um, you know. And then, but the interesting thing is, he just uh, went back home to his house on Player Road. Mm. And Mister uh, Mister Todd, Ronnie Todd's been arrested, I think, forty seven times or something like that in the past whatever years. So mm-hmm. police know where he lives. You know, they, they they know exactly where he lives. So they just went to his house. Um, there was a uh, barricaded situation for a little while. He didn't come out. I uh, had threatened to shoot himself, but uh, eventually he did come out and um, was arrested. Mm. But yeah, it's interesting. He just drove straight you back know, home. I'm I'm you know. seeing that. I, I don't know if this is accurate, but uh, I looked I looked up an Emily Riccatelli on um, Facebook, and it seems like she worked at Applewood House of Pancakes that's, and had two that's children. That's what I saw on her page. I haven't confirmed that yet, but uh, that's that's. Well, what it says, 
It looks like it she has two little up. children, too. Yeah, there are kids involved with this. Oh, I think all, all together, four or five kids between uh, Mr. Altman and uh, uh, Ms. Richelli. Um mm. I think there's like five kids involved. So, <gasps> you know, so that makes oh. it even a worse situation. Uh, because and the uh, Ashley Altman's son was actually home, and he's the one that called nine one one from mm. from another room of the house um, while this was happening. Now I couldn't so, help I mean, but read all the comments. Like you said, a lot of people know these people, and they said, "How in the world is this guy even having a gun?" And everybody knew um, that this was a person that you know maybe is not all. I don't I don't know even know how to say it but you know what I'm saying like they, this this person should have never been allowed to possess a gun. So Well, um, and, and I understand that but the fact is I mean if you look at his uh, criminal history and all mm-hmm. his arrests none of them, for the most part none of them were really for violent offenses. What were all, his arrests about? You know, things like DUI or you know mm-hmm. drunkenness and yeah. you know things like that. I mean he's See, been in jail things- a lot. These things are people, and yeah. I and I know what you're talking about because I I've yeah. personally have seen this happen. When when someone has a track record like that, what mm-hmm. this is just my personal opinion because it's my show and I have a lot of opinions. But Scott, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are escalating in their crimes and they're getting more and more violent and they're getting more and more unhinged. And there's a common thread here and it's alcoholism and it's substance abuse of of whatever kind. And then what happens is these, they go to jail in and out, in and out, in and out. And uh, they become more angry with the world and they keep getting plea, plea downs of all these crimes. So what we see on paper is not really the severity of the crime and that it escalates until someone gets hurt and it's, usually a domestic violent crime and this person uh should have been locked up long ago and it's just indicative to what the um the whole entire judicial system is like here and and you keep giving these people a thousand chances to just do something really bad and now look okay he's not convicted yet he's allegedly okay shot these two people dead but i mean you know, what red flag in the world, uh, you know, how many more do you need that a person like this is obviously unhinged, cannot control himself. He's just a, a destruction on a stick and we let him mm-hmm. out in public. I mean, it's just not right. It's not right. Yeah. I, I mean, from the people I've talked to since this happened, I mean, that, that know him a lot better than I do, um, you know, said that you know he was a nice guy, but when he would drink, he would turn into a totally yeah, different person. I know the kind. And, uh, that's when the violence would come out. It's so. unbelievable. It's it's now that now these children have to live without their parents because mm-hmm. of this moron. I mean, I just can't understand it. This is a failure of the judicial system. Something is wrong here. Well, and- see, that's, that's the frustrating thing when I talk to law enforcement officials, whether it's Sheriff, uh, you know, Weaver or, or, or the police chief or whoever. You know, the frustrating thing is they do their job. They yes. make the arrest. Right. And then it's the judges that let mm-hmm. them right out. Yep. yep. Look at the guy that just uh, tried to stab Lee Zeldin, the representative, okay? This guy is a, a sitting representative, okay, in Congress, running for governor in New York, and some crazy guy, okay, because Governor Hochul says, hey, go show up all the rallies and, you know, protest at the rally. He goes running up there stabbing this guy with some gadget okay and the guy's walking within a few hours he's out again 
Why are they doing mm-hmm. that? They, they squawk about, oh, mental health, mental health. We have to alcoholism and drug abuse. And, you know, everybody is in some kind of rehab. You know, I, I mean, why can't they put this guy in rehab? Why can't you force someone to go into rehab? They're wreaking havoc in society. We have to pay for everybody's problems. It's not yep. right. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, and, you know, yesterday, uh, yesterday morning's event was, you know, the third shooting we've had in Georgetown in less than a week. Wow. You know, we had the... Uh, we had the officer-involved shooting last Saturday. You know, any news on that? Tomorrow. Well, that was an interesting situation. We were actually uh, doing a live stream um, on our Facebook page um, about two blocks from where it happened. Uh, the NAACP was holding a press conference last Saturday, and about uh, eleven or twelve minutes into the press conference, you heard this gunfire. Mm. You know, oh come, my gosh! A couple of blocks away. Heard sirens going crazy everywhere, mm-hmm. and come to find out, you know, once the press conference was over and we could, um, you know, focus on that, um, found out it was an officer-involved shooting. Uh, there was a guy um, who robbed a gas station earlier that morning um, in the city of Georgetown, right across from McDonald's, and um, he was armed with a knife when he robbed the uh, gas station. Mm. And uh, when police uh, found him uh, at the corner of Church and Palm Street uh, later that day, he was still armed with a knife. We don't know exactly what happened. You know, the, the sled is investigating and hadn't released any uh, details about what exactly happened. But for some reason, the officer uh, fired shots and killed the guy. Um, mm. His name is uh, James Robert Fraser, age 50. Um, and he's from Myrtle Beach. And he died as a result of the gunshots. But uh, we don't know, you know, was if he was lunging at the officer mm-hmm. or, or what was happening at the time yeah. that the gunfire happened. Um, so that, that has not been released, but we still did, you know, confirm that he was armed with the knife, uh, when it happened. So the officer, um, has not been identified. Um, and I'm not sure if he's still on, uh, you know, uh, administrative leave or anything like that. They haven't said anything about that, but, um, he hasn't been identified. And a lot of people are getting upset about that, but I can totally understand, uh, you know, not releasing the name, uh, you know, at least at this point, um, at least till the investigation it's, mm. it's complete. Yeah. But uh, at some point it'll come out because, you know, I'll figure out, uh, if, if um, you know, like we had with the Hemingway officer, in that in that case, charges were filed against the officer. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to happen in this case, but, you know, you never know where these lead when SLED investigates. So uh, we'll find out. But And then we had a shooting um, that uh, happened in one of the neighborhoods in what's called the Greentown area of Georgetown. That happened a couple of days ago. It was a uh, 16-year-old was the uh, shooter in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, he shot a 17-year-old. Uh, the 16-year-old was arrested yesterday, wow. charged uh, with the shooting. It happened on Savannah Street in Georgetown. I don't know the circumstances about around that. I do know that the uh, 17-year-old is still in the hospital. He was actually shot in the head, mm. but um, he's uh, recovering wow. from his wound, according to the uh, latest from the sheriff's office. So thankfully, he survived, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are scratching their heads right now, wondering, you know, what's going on? Three shootings, you know, in, in Georgetown in, in less than a week. It's not it's not like our small town. That, that, that usually happens that way. You but. know, Scott, I, I needed to ask you one more question because I always read all the comments on these, oh, these oh, things. Do? I can't read them all now. Uh, <laughs> I, I read them because you find out the, you know, the, the deep yeah. down story. But one of the stories that was very interesting to me, Someone said, and I wanted to know if you have ver- verified this, that he was a disorderly uh, conduct, discon, um, in, a, in, you know, drunkenness and all that. And 
a, 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 a sheriff's deputy or two got fired oh, yeah. during arresting him because of the way. That was actually the uh, the officer's wife who posted that, and I, I've got to check on that. She posted it yesterday, but we were, yesterday was you know, a crazy day with all things going on. Um, so I haven't had a time to check on it. But, yeah, I do want to do a follow-up and find out what that was all about. Um, yeah, because they got fired uh, because yeah, of something uh, that know, happened. Looking, looking at it from this point backwards, you know, it looks like how in the world would you fire somebody mm-hmm. who you know, was trying to protect the public from somebody who killed ended up killing two people? But I don't know the circumstances of that day, mm-hmm. what was happening or what the officer did. or I don't, I don't know anything about it until I read that comment. Scott, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to the sheriff's department today and try to get more on that. Yeah, that, that was yeah, about. because I the, those those uh, deputies probably have a, a some story to tell about this guy, and like you said, yeah. he has such a track record and a rap sheet. You know, he was just a menace to society there. And um, I had um, a question for you: Has this uh, Ronnie Todd been charged officially? I. If you can, I know he was. Yeah, I mean, he's officially sure. charged now. Yeah, we, two, we, counts of, two counts of murder. Okay, yeah. and we have one more question on the PCRX Mobile Outfitters text line. What is the question, Nick? It says, "Hey Scott, what's the latest on Matt Kelly? What has he been charged with?" I, I'm not sure what he's referencing, but I wanted to ask it. That's verbatim. Matt Kelly was uh, a case from a long time. I'm not going to answer on the air because I, I don't want to say anything wrong. And I, mm. my, my memory is not what it used to be. Um, I can try to find out if they want to send me a text or email. So or a Georgetown County man was charged with burning down a Pauley's Island law yeah, office. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember the ago. case. I remember the case, but I don't. I don't want to say what's, what's uh, he's happened. He's charged with assault. I don't say it wrong. It says you have in your article Matthew Donald Kelly, age forty nine, is charged with assault and intent to commit murder and assault with a dangerous weapon for this event that took place on June seventeenth aboard a boat that was fifty miles off the coast of Charleston at the time. That's according to the arrest warrant. Because the location of the alleged in- incident, it's a federal maritime crime. Um, the okay. boat was so found by the Coast Guard. About, they're asking about that case, that that part of his his. Uh situation with with the boat offshore i don't have any new details on that mm. um as far as the uh the rest of the restaurant the cult fire and all that it said um, that he was drinking a large uh, amount of liquor during the previous five days when he ran out of alcohol on june 16th he demanded the captain return to shore the captain refused to do do so a fish bat is used to spear fish one of the victims said kelly was holding two fish bats when the attack took place he faces up to 30 years in prison if convicted Right, but I'm not sure what's happened since his arrest. Okay, uh, you know, yeah. I and I don't want to speculate. <laughs> yep, yeah, he was the former owner of Lumpy's Bar in okay. Pauley's Island. So yeah, but that was the article back in June of twenty right twenty two. Um, so right. if they want to send me an email, I can check on it, and I, I'll um, I'll be happy to answer. Okay, but I don't want to answer. You know, just yep. off the cuff. Yeah, I just was curious of the story. What's your email? Uh, it's gab dot news, and I'm cheap. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, you know, pay for anything. <laughs> so it's gab.news at yahoo.com. Gab.news at yahoo.com. Well, Scott, I know yeah, you. I don't, I, don't, I don't pay for anything. <laughs> you're, a, you're a good digger. So um, <laughs> we're looking forward to uh, finding out more information about that. That sounds like a like another crazy story. But, um, the, you know, these domestic violence things, I mean, these these another case, you know, we, we were talking about the other case of, of the the father and daughter and the road rage incident. And that was random. 
And then you have this, you know, the domestic violence, and that is more common than anything else. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but thank you so well, much. I want to end on, on, end on a happy note. We've okay. been, it's, been a, it's been a bad week. Tomorrow, there's going to be an event in Georgetown. Uh, we've got a lady. Her name is Rosa Collington. She lives on Congdon Street in Georgetown. Uh, this coming Monday, she's turning 107 years old. Wow. And they are having a, a, a drive-by parade to, in front of her house tomorrow. She's going to be sitting on her porch. and um, Where is that? The community's going to have a little parade. It's at her house on Congdon Street. It's between Church and High Market Street. If you know the city of Georgetown, you know where that's at. And what time? Um, it's going to start at 3 o'clock. If anybody wants to come and drive by and wish her a happy 107th birthday, you don't get to do that often in life. No. <laughs> you know, somebody's 107th birthday. Yeah. So, uh, it's be, so we'll be there and uh, do some video and stuff like you that. Know, but, um, you know what's so funny about this? It's, um, it, God bless her. Uh, there, I had a conversation with Jacob, the intern, last night, and I said, you know you're old when you can double your age and there's no possible way you can still be alive. And Jacob said, well, you could still be alive at 106. And I said, yeah, right. Well, and she, and she's 107. It's a living example that you're going to be here for at least double your age. Max was there for that conversation. I was, I was. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go, Max. uh, Max witnessed the conversation. So here we go. What's her name? Her name is Rosa Collington. Rosa Collington. Well, happy birthday, Rosa. Amazing. Uh, Oh boy, would I love to talk to her and see what what she thinks about life. That's great. Great story. Do you have an interview with her? Well, we're going to, we're going to uh, be there tomorrow for her birthday, and, and oh, so I hope so. Get a little, get a little negative, get a little negative, you know, advice for us, please. I will do that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Scott Harper, Gab News Online, Georgetown and beyond. You can find them online, gabnewsonline.com. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Have a good weekend.